0: Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday morning. So let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be talking to Sky Sue, the Executive Director of the Kelly Support Group, and she's right here to talk about the latest suicide campaign that her charity is running. Welcome to the program, Sky. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much, Noreen. It's great to be here in the studio with you again. Yes, it's really lovely to see you in person, and I'd love for our listeners to also see you in person. Uh, hop onto Facebook and check out our Facebook link, Noreen Meir on RTHK Radio 3. Now, I know that uh, September the 10th was World Suicide Prevention Day. And I also know that the Kelly Support Group is very passionate about uh, support and advocating uh, for more support for young people. Tell us uh, some more about some of the work you've been doing
1: around this. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so September 10th, you know, with World Suicide Prevention Day, the the main campaign theme globally around the world has been creating hope through action. Um, that's something that has really resonated with us here at Kelly Support Group, particularly here in Hong Kong, given that we have seen some of the sort of difficult statistics that have been coming out, but also just hearing the stories of young people um, in their journeys of trying to get help, you know. um, And and one of the things that we've realised is you can run a lot of programmes and you can run a lot of interventions, but there's still some systemic things that are at play. Um, And, you know, when it comes to the topic of suicide, it's actually a very difficult one to have. You know, people often shy away from it, um, mostly because we don't really know how to talk about it. Um, And I think that one of the reasons why we decided this year to run a campaign, uh, we did something last year, but we decided to go a little bit bigger this year, um, is because we wanted to get people to really take part in the action part, you know, and then sort of guide folks to know how they can actually go into that action. Yeah, I think you're right. It is a
0: difficult topic to talk about, but it's a very important one, and that's why we're talking about it on public radio, and hopefully (laughs) it will get the conversation going. Why is it that people find it, or or do young people also find it difficult to talk about, or is it just us as adults think it's difficult for them to approach the subject.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a very interesting point. You know, I think, you know, young people see it as a different thing. You know, I think amongst their peers, um, they're able to really talk about, you know, suicide as a topic. Right. Um, and I think sometimes it's often used as a joke, you know, maybe even like a word filler. You know, I know it's kind of unhealthy, you know, but um, it's, it's so commonplace, I think. Young people don't have as much of those same taboos as we do. However, I think when the conversation comes to around seeking for help or getting actually support, I think that that conversation is slightly different because then it means that they're not just interacting amongst themselves, they're starting to interact with parents, with adults, with the rest of society, where there is still stigma, there is still taboo. And so the conversation, you know, sort of wanes a little bit, you know, and gets a little bit more challenging, you know. Um, and I think that that's one of the reasons why I think as a society we need to talk more about it, you know, so that we can allow young people to have these conversations with us. You know, one of the interesting things that we've heard throughout this campaign is, you know, one, um, by the way, the campaign is called hashtag One is too Many. In Cantonese, 一個都嚴多, um, and then the whole concept is that, you know, we, we don't want to stand around to see one more young person die by suicide. We want to take action now. Mm. Um, and, you know, we, we've heard stories and a couple of the things that we've heard, you know, is, is young people reaching out for help when they really are quite young. And realizing that they that something's not right, you know, and trying to talk to parents or trying to talk to adults around them, Um, there's one particular young person who who shared with us, you know, that she she tried reaching out for many years, um, but that you know her parents kind of really weren't receptive to the fact that she needed support and she needed help, and so that really got delayed. And by the time it became a little bit too much, and she had you know had a few attempts on her own life, you know, then her parents were like. Okay, well maybe there is something wrong, and but that process again took a really long time to actually seek for help. And I think you know throughout her 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 whole journey, you know, she reflects. Now she's you know almost a, a, a consenting adult, you know, twenty one, and she thinks about her journey previously. And if she had gotten the help earlier, it may not have gotten to the point where she felt like she had no other options. Um, and I so I think you know how can we how can we actually take that action, you know, as adults and and as a wider society and I think that's what all our, our campaign is about this year
0: Part of it is also shifting of the mindset I think sometimes when we share feelings or, or, or th- discuss things with our parents say we're sad and they'll say oh don't feel sad it's a very sort of automatic response of don't feel such and such yes, way yes. Um, and, and part of it is because parents don't know better but through education mm-hmm. they'll know what signs to look out for yeah, and, and what, what to do perhaps parents themselves don't know what to do
1: and I think that that's quite common place as well you know because we do find it a little bit awkward to have that conversation um you know what what are the best ways to approach it because there's also this fear of if i talk about it that means that you're planting a seed in their mind maybe if you move your phone a little bit it's just and so and so i think sometimes you know that's something that you know we 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 need to be cognizant about you know that you know, just because we're bringing it up doesn't mean something bad's going to happen. Um, and in fact, you know, it's actually better that we bring it up so that we can have some of these very honest chats and just be able to be educated both ways, you know, what's and sometimes happening. Absolutely.
0: And sometimes being upfront, it's like, you know, are you having suicidal thoughts and asking that mm-hmm. question directly? Mm-hmm. Although, uh, you know, sometimes parents will, will, will be scared to put that idea in their head, but you know you don't put that idea in their head no you're actually, no absolutely you're not. actually getting them to 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 share with you what's exactly yeah. in their in their minds so yeah. tell us about this campaign you know what is it all about and i heard some exciting things that you've launched something on the
1: mtr as yes. well yes yeah so um we we have an online pledge um that we're actually asking everyone we're challenging everyone to have a think about how they can take action and create hope you know in the spaces that they live in here in hong kong um and so we're kind Kind of playing off of the acronym act now um, so acknowledge care talk normalize open up and walk um, Whoa, I like that <laughs> yes <laughs> Very good. yeah and I think you know the, the the main thing is really acknowledge that this is something that's happening in Hong Kong you know I think you know the um, there were some statistics that came out earlier last week even um, on September 10th that you know we're, we're looking at an increment um, a small increment but still one that's significant for us to really kind of sit on the edge of our seats you know so we need to acknowledge that it's happening and we need to find ways to care about not just ourselves but 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 also those that are around us. And this message applies to if you're a young person with your peers or even as adults, like how we care for those that are young around us, um, to talk like we are now, to normalise the topic, you know, um, to really open up because I think all of us go through Mental health struggles to various degrees, you know, and how can we be vulnerable with one another and not feel that pressure of always keeping up a particular front, you know? And I think as adults, if we can role model that for young people, then, you know, they would feel more comfortable too, you know. And finally, um, you know, at the end of our pledge, it's really about walking. And the reason why we're walking is because we are following up um, with uh, an event that's coming up. Um, We are opening up registrations in October, inviting Hong Kong to walk. And talk with us. Um, And um, the walk will be around the Hong Kong Coastal Trail in January. It's called the Weez Walk. Um, So it's sort of like, you know, um, like a whole couple of months' activity, you know, of thinking about how you can, you know, be a part of a pledge like this and how you can show this act now um, with those that are around you and then walk together um, in January just to to bring it to that action point as well. Yeah. And I know that the work uh, of the Kelly
0: support group is also peers supporting each other as well Mm -hmm. by equipping them with this kind of knowledge how do they also end up supporting each other and how will they also lean on each other Mm -hmm. as well
1: yeah i think one of the really important parts of supporting one another is actually I think it's twofold. So for a young person who is supporting somebody else, it's about, you know, knowing their own personal boundaries. It's about how to allow a friend space to be able to share with them in a safe way. Um, And then the second part, which is most important, is actually how to help a friend to get that professional support that they need. Because, you know, I think it's two layers, right? You know, we can have girlfriends that gab over coffee, you know, um, or we go shopping shopping and we can talk or or just friends on the basketball, you know, field, you know, having a good chat and checking in with one another, that kind of social support, peer support is really important, you know, because then you can hear each other out. But the next step is when you recognise that professional, exactly. And so it's about understanding and being able to delineate when those things happen. And then knowing how to support that friend to go through that help seeking journey. It's actually really complicated in Hong Kong to get help.
0: It is, and, and quite pricey as well,
1: very expensive. It is, it and, is. and I think
0: there's also um, not enough uh, sort of provision of these kind of services. Either they're very expensive or the wait is quite long. Absolutely. Also.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that, you know, for us, you know, you mentioned what, what else has Kelly been doing, you know, in terms of services and programs. Yes, we are going into schools and running education programs and supporting schools, social workers, you know, in terms of their preventative campaign. Or just a preventative education um, to really equip young people to know how to do this. We're running peer support training certificates so that young people actually know how to be there, you know, to support their friends. And I know it sounds kind of strange, but you know, it, it's actually really good to to sit through a course to actually learn how to do some of those hard skills. You know, um, bridging a conversation isn't always easy, and actually, you know, knowing where to go for help, what the pathways are, that's really helpful to know. Exactly. Actually, that's quite complicated as well, mm-hmm. because
0: sometimes there's no one-stop shop. Sometimes you are referred to different places. Yeah. Um, and Hong
1: Kong structure is really complicated. So we actually, I mean, started also a help referral system, um, which um, is perfect. Oh, you because guys have been so busy. <laughs> we have. But sort of almost wanting to really... Make it simple. Yeah, make it simple. And we also understand that, you know, getting professional help, it's also about how comfortable you feel with a particular therapist and, and your needs could be so complicated, but it also could be very simple and direct as well. So, um, our team is ready and available. Um, our service is called Project Connect and it's about connecting and bridging young people to the help that they can get in Hong Kong. Because yes, there is limited support out there but you can find them and so it's about whether or not you can get to the right one in in the fastest possible way.
0: Yeah. How can our listeners uh, and how can our audience find out more about Do I like that Chinese. It's
1: Yeah. Very, it's very colloquial. <laughs> yeah, man. no, absolutely. Um so currently um you know I mentioned it's on our website. You know as soon as you get onto kelly.org um it's a, a huge banner you'll be able to see it. Um hopefully we can send uh, the pledge link out um on Facebook as well uh to all Our listeners out there, but also um, in the next two weeks, you will see our MTR ad everywhere in every single station. Um, it's in large letters hashtag one is too many, and we have a QR code where people can just scan and get online. Um, we have the pledge, which is the act now, um, encouraging people to, hey, you know, take a look at this really digest it, share it with three friends, you know. Um, But the whole um, online platform has a bunch of tips. You'll hear sharing from young people in terms of how they've coped with um, their own journeys of mental health and and, and managing suicide, um, loss and grief, and um, tips for whether or not you are a young person wanting to help a friend, tips from the perspective of maybe a parent or an adult who wants to support a peer, and just tips as somebody who is just a concerned, you know, community member Um, so we have a lot of those that are embedded um, so hopefully that would be helpful for everyone to be able to learn more educate yourself and be prepared for conversations yeah well Sky thank you so much to you and your
0: team always doing so much great work for our community and it's true this is a topic that people do shy away from um, and they shouldn't because this is an important conversation especially to have with our young people yeah they are our future they are absolutely we've got to just you know see what their life is about and try and make it better and and help them make it better yeah. um, as well remind our listeners once again i know kelly support is is on all channels of communication remind our listeners once again how we can find you on social media as well
1: yeah so in addition to our website kelly.org which is O R G, you can also find us on linkedin you can find us on instagram um, and you can also find us on facebook um under the name kelly support group she I think it's uh, GRP. So it's like a sort of like a shortened version, but you can find us um, on all of those platforms. Excellent. Well, Sky Sue, thank you so much for your time today.
0: The executive director of the Kelly Support Group and do support their campaign. Hashtag one is too many and look out for their uh, banners and posters in the MTR as well and support their pledge. Thank you so much, Sky. Thank you. So